Hello, everybody, and welcome to the More Life Podcast. This is your host, Jake Juan. Today we are recording from the beach. I'm in the car. I was going to do it, you know, in my usual spot in my bedroom with a microphone and everything, but I was like, ah, I feel compelled to go down to the beach and record this. I was going to do it on the actual beach, but it's a little windy, so it was kind of loud. So I'm back in the car, but we're still at the beach, um, down at Ocean Beach in San Diego. This is where my first house was, where I stayed for about a week and a half when I first got here. And I like this beach because it's a little smaller, a little quieter. It's in kind of a more relaxed spot where I'm at in Mission Beach. is very nice, but you know, there's it's more crowded. There's more people. So I like to come down here where it's just nice and relaxing. So I'm also next to a dog beach. So there's tons of dogs, which I mean, I absolutely love because I miss my dog. I have a dog. His name is Teddy back at home. He's about nine or 10 months old. He's a golden doodle, but he's called a double doodle. So he's like black with brown um, markings. He's so freaking cool. And I miss him a lot. And my dad sends me videos of him. Yesterday, he was playing in the snow um, back in Rhode Island, which is awesome to see because he's he's wild. He's just a ball of energy. Um, So, Teddy, if you're listening, I miss you. But today, we have another episode of Ask Jake. So what people are doing is asking me questions for the podcast. And with doing that, you also get a completely free coaching call with me where we talk about your goals for 2021, health-related, physique-related, and how to do that. So it's cool. I'm enjoying it. Um, It's how you're able to become a part of more life and the more life coaching program because I want to give value to people and talk to every single person before anybody ever joins because that is the right way to go about it and how I want to grow it. So it's cool. If you want to ask me a question, just go to morelifebyjake.com slash book or just click the link in my bio on Instagram and that is how you can do it. So today we have a question from Dawson. Go follow Dawson on the gram at Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N-W-A-G-N-E-R-R-R. Dawson Wagner with three R's. So go check him out. Really uh, cool kid, and he's going to be going some cool places. So go give him some love. But he asks, what are certain ways to drive muscle growth, increase definition, and gain weight? So good question. First off, I feel like all those things are pretty related. So if you drive muscle growth, you're going to increase definition and you're going to gain weight. So how do we go about doing that? So what the fitness industry will tell you is to, if you want to gain weight and increase growth, just be in a caloric surplus, um, And that's kind of the status quo and, you know, weight train. But if 
you want to do it the right way, the everlasting way, and get really strong and increase definition and increase muscle growth, there is a way to go about it, which is the way that I do and the way that I've studied and researched and, you know, trained, trained myself. So if we want to get truly strong, like strong AF, what we need to be doing is challenging our bodies. So when you go and train, when you go to the gym or just doing body weight stuff, challenge your body, force your body to adapt to what you are doing. So, I mean, a great way to do this is progressive overload. And what progressive overload is, is you're just constantly challenging your body time and time again. So if you go to the gym and let's say it's a hex bar deadlift. So you start out with um, kind of the way that I train people and what I start out with is like five sets of five reps at about 75% of what your one rep max would be. So your one rep max is the amount of weight that you can perform with proper form for one rep, like the max amount of weight that you can possibly do. So start out like five sets of five at that weight. So let's say you go to the gym and that first time you're making sure you do proper form. That is the most important thing because training with proper form and technique drives muscle gain more than just doing um, the heaviest weight that you possibly can because that's how your body adapts to it. But let's say you go to the gym and you do, um, so 185 pounds. That is 75% of your one rep max. You do that for five sets of five reps. Okay. So then the next week you go to the gym, same protocol. So five sets of five reps, but now instead of 185, you're going to go up to 195. So that's progressive overloading. So last week you did 185. Now this next week you're doing 195. And what you want to be doing is challenging yourself. So there's the rating of perceived exertion, RPE. There's an RPE scale. So it goes from one to 10. So one is super easy. You could do it a hundred times. 10 is absolutely strenuous. You're completely dead at the end of your rep or at the end of the set. So when you're doing this, when you're starting out with this progressive overload type of protocol, that like second week when you're doing 195, it should be at about like a seven or an eight. It should be strenuous. Like you should have to work for it, but your form should be absolutely perfect. Make sure that your form is absolutely perfect before you ever do anything. If you want to send me a video of you doing the exercise on Instagram or wherever it may be, send it to me and I will let you know if it's proper or not. But that's the main thing. So that's what you'll do is that progressive overload and this is going to cause you to gain muscle growth. Your muscles will grow. They will adapt to it. You're going to have to become stronger because your body is becoming stronger because it has to adapt to this higher weight. And another way to like really drive muscle growth 
is rather than following a bodybuilding split or in like just targeting, you know, you do a bicep curl that just targets your bicep. Do exercises such as like compound movements that are cause more joints to have to work than just one. So what I mean by that is you can do a bicep curl. You're only going to be working your elbow joint. That's the only joint is working. So when you're exercising, think about joints more than um, just muscle groups. So if you're doing a bicep curl, you're only working your bicep. But if you do a kettlebell shoulder press where you are standing up in a position where you're in like in an athletic position so you're like grounded into the ground and you have to take the kettlebell from your chest rotate open press it over your head and then squeeze it back down and rotate back inward what do you think is going to increase muscle growth more that bicep curl that works one joint or that kettlebell press where you have to work kind of, it it really works your entire body because this is a way that I became super, super strong is when I started training with kettlebells and I was doing things like kettlebell presses or Turkish get-ups that caused my whole entire body to have to work while I was doing an exercise. So for like that kettlebell press or like a Turkish get-up, a Turkish getup is where you're on the ground with a kettlebell, uh, you're holding it upward and you have to stand up with it and then go back down. You're causing your whole entire body to work and your whole entire body has to brace while you're doing that. So when you go and you do a kettlebell press, your legs should be tightened, your ass should be tightened, your core should be tightened, and you're also squeezing with tension the whole entire time. And that so you're working your bicep with that. Like even do it right now, wherever you're, you are right now, stand up and stand up with your legs about shoulder width apart. And this is what I want you to do. So Dawson or whoever's listening to this, do this. Stand up right now. Get in an, an athletic position. So your feet are shoulder width apart. You're standing straight up. Take your hand and put it right to like the, let's do this with our right hand. Take your right hand, bring it into your chest, stand up straight. Now what I want you to do is squeeze your quads as hard as you possibly can. Squeeze your ass as hard as you can. Like somebody's, I won't say that, but somebody's trying to punch your ass. Now brace your core. Like I'm there with you right now and I'm about to punch you in your stomach. And Take that arm, squeeze your bicep, squeeze your lat, so the side of your body, squeeze that inward. Now take a big breath through your nose and like you're squeezing your bicep as hard as you can, rotate your hand outward and press, squeezing everything in your body, press that up, press it up to the ceiling, press your hand up to the ceiling. Now... Your hand is up there. Now take another big breath through your nose. Squeeze everything in your body and bring that hand back down and rotate it in. And you're squeezing everything. So squeeze your lat. Squeeze your bicep. 
Like you probably felt that with no weight. That is how you get really strong because it's time under tension with your whole entire body and you're recruiting more muscle fibers. So if you do a bicep curl, you're only recruiting the muscle fibers in your bicep. But when you go and do a press like that, you're recruiting muscle fibers in your legs, in your core, in your back, in your bicep, in your shoulder. You're recruiting all of that. So all of those have to adapt to it. All of your muscle fibers have to adapt. So you are getting strong everywhere. And if you continuously work in this way and do those movements where you have to recruit your whole entire body to do them, that is how you get really, really strong because you're recruiting more muscle fibers. You're making new um, motor units and, and muscle fiber unit units because they have to adapt to this strenuous exercise. That is how you get really, really strong. And that's how you're going to increase muscle growth. And if you do it with progressive overload, so let's say today I go to the gym and I do a shoulder press. I do it with a 30-pound kettlebell and I do it for five sets of five reps. And then next week I go and I do it with a 35-pound kettlebell and I do it for five sets for five reps. But both times I'm recruiting my whole entire body to do this. I'm doing it at an RPE rating of perceived exertion at about a seven or eight. I am going to get really strong and I'm going to increase my strength and continue to increase my strength. So if you start training in this way, this is how you're going to increase muscle growth and increase definition. Because you're recruiting everything in your body. You'll start to see your abs pop out because you're you when you do all these exercises, you're forcing your core to engage in order to stabilize you. So you don't need to go and do, you know, um, sit-ups and that type of stuff. You can do a kettlebell press where your core has to engage and stabilize. That's a that's the function of your core. And it will um in turn it will get strong because of that. So you're going to get strong, you're going to increase muscle growth, and you're going to increase definition. And another huge proponent of this, so Dawson, you're the, the last part of your question is how to gain weight. So instead of focusing on calories, because I'm as we go further in this podcast and also on social media and stuff, I've been researching a lot about calories and what a calorie actually is. And we need to stop focusing on a calorie because it has caused so much just misguided information in the health and wellness industry. So instead of focusing on calories, what I want you to focus on is the actual food source. Where are you getting your food from? So to kind of shut down the whole calorie thing, I could go to Walmart and get a steak there. So there's a Walmart steak. So let's say I put the Walmart steak on the table. Now I go to Whole Foods. I get a grass-fed, grass-finished steak, and I put it there. They're the same size. They both say they have the same amount of calories. What do you think's better for you? The Walmart steak that that cow was in a feedlot 
fed corn. It was fed all these this GMO genetically modified crap. Um, just fed like grains and all just horrible things. And then this cow that came that was from the whole food steak where that cow ate grass, which our cows are meant to eat on an open farm. What do you think is better for you? But both of those packages say they have the same amount of calories. But in your body, they have they will do completely, completely different things. So that is why we need to stop focusing on calories and we need to start focusing on where our food come from, food comes from and where we are getting it and the foods that we put into our body. So if you want to truly like gain weight, then eat a good amount of food. So don't starve yourself. Don't be hungry. Eat food that comes from a great source. So if you want to gain weight in the right way and you want to gain lean muscle mass, then you need to be focusing on getting quality protein sources from um, like the, the best sources to get protein from. So stop thinking about your your whey protein um, that comes in a big can. Stop focusing on that because that shit does not get digested in your body. Most of it just goes straight through you and goes into the toilet. I know that's gross, but that is exactly true. When you eat, instead of having a whey protein shake, you have a grass-fed, grass-finished piece of steak. Instead... That is going to be utilized by your body. Those the the protein from that is going to be used in pro um, muscle synthesis, which is muscle growth. So you need to be focusing on those things, getting your protein from really good sources. So grass fed steak, you can do um, like grass fed lamb, pasture raised chicken, pasture raised eggs. Um, you can even go as far to go to like, I know that like Joe Rogan eats elk and bison and those types of things. Like I'll eat bison because those are super, super nutrient dense um, protein sources. So doing those types of things, like getting it from the actual source rather than it's processed and all that. So really good protein sources and then really, really good nutrient sources. So eat organic vegetables. So have spinach and arugula, bell peppers, mushrooms, asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Have those types of things. And then, you know, berries, fruit. Um, I would focus more on like berries um, so strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, those are the types of things that, you know, if I'm eating fruit, that's what I focus on. Mangoes, uh, bananas here and there. And then you want to have a a lot of quality fats. So you're going to put on strength in 
in muscle size if you have really good protein sources and focus on quality fats. So avocados, avocado oil, extra virgin olive oil, um, animal fats are, if you get it from a good source, are very, very good for you. They help with so many functions in your body. So ghee is something I cook with a lot. You can do grass-fed butter. You can cook with like suet. You can eat suet, um, which is like beef fat. I know that sounds gross, but I promise you it is very, very good for you. Um, so those types of those types of things and nuts, seeds, they have a lot of quality fats in them. If you do like almond butter, like raw organic almond butter, uh, stay away from, you know, processed crappy peanut butter. That's not good for you. It's mostly just loaded with sugar. Um, so those types of things, you, you know, focus on quality protein sources Make sure it, I would say have it with every meal. So if you're having three meals, have a quality protein source for each meal. Have it with a, a good amount of fats and then supplement carbohydrates with your training stimulus. So if you have a super hard workout, so instance for me, after this, I'm going to go to the gym and I have a pretty strenuous workout plan for today. So after I will supplement carbohydrates based on my training stimulus. So if I, you know, I'm going to the gym having a strenuous workout, so I will have um, like a decent amount of carbohydrates after this workout to replenish my glycogen stores. So that is, um, it. in most people, it's your primary fuel source. So I'm really just replenishing, like refilling the tank in a way. Um because the workout's going to deplete the tank, so I have to fill it back up. So I will have like f- fermented organic sourdough bread. That's a good source. Sweet potatoes. You can do um, like organic brown rice. Do organic sweet potatoes. That type of stuff. Um, stay away from anything processed. You do not want processed carbohydrates in your body so no rice cakes no protein pasta none of that stay away from that stuff have it from the real source that's where you want it from um so yeah so that's that's really how if you want to gain size you want to gain strength you want to increase your definition focus on those things so it's training that causes your body to have to adapt and respond to a hard stimulus and then just eating foods from their true source if you want to increase size definition strength all that those are the things that you need to focus on so dawson i hope that answers your question man uh if you want to ask a question for the podcast go ahead do it Shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have any questions, Jake underscore Juan. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm going to go and I'm going to get it in at the gym. I hope you have an amazing day and I will catch you on the next episode. Peace.